And it's Kara. Hey guys, welcome to our third episode. Third episode of the Losers Podcast. We are very excited to be recording again. Um, few things. First of all, we're giving a trigger warning to this episode because we might be talking about sensitive topics and we do not want you to feel uncomfortable. So please don't listen to this if you do feel uncomfortable. Um, we are very sorry for not putting a trigger warning in our actual episode. Last time we um you put in this we put it in the description, but we now have realized that it was it might have been best to say it in the actual video, and we are truly sorry. Um, third of all, next week because some of us celebrate Christmas, we're only gonna be filming um recording one episode, and that's gonna be on Thursday. Um, the week after that, we will be back to recording our same old, same old. Um, so yeah, happy holidays, everyone. Um, we are going to be reading poems out of a book, and we're going to just give, we're going to be giving our insight or um, our understanding of what um, three poems are talking about. Um, the book we are reading out of is King of Pain by Christine Knevnik. Um We're going to be showing the book in our Instagram, so please follow that. It'll be in the description, um, and we are going to be putting it in the description too yeah okay <laughs> um ace would you like to read first yeah so the poem i'm reading is found on page 13 and it's called a spectacle is there someone you love now a message that won't listen to you tell it tell it i am burning but where are my children burning asking she looks for them forever. Just look at her veins. If all over illustrate, how will they hold us? How can they keep us from finding holding each other? I've met the horse you rode in on. I've met your incorrigible past horse, seeping mud in the burning horse. Meet me in the future, but leave your children behind. Does anybody have any thoughts? Um, okay, well, I feel like at first I thought I might have like, been talking about how, um, how this, it's this, um, there's two people that are in love and, but the girl, she, she just, she has like, she has like love for, um, other people as well as her lover, like her children, but like not exactly her children, maybe like her family and things. But like maybe she's been trying like so hard to like um, uphold all her family's um, rules and like just trying to make her family proud that she was trying to just focus on them more than she was focusing on her true love, who she was meant to be with. But maybe, um, her family just didn't like that true love and i think that the the other lover is like just saying how he's seen all of her bad all of her good all of her sadness all of all of like all of, like all of her more than her family has and so i feel like he's just like telling her to like just love who she loves and don't just worry about um focusing on what other her family or anyone else that is 
connected to what they think. That's what I think. I like your explanation of what you thought about um this um like po poem. And I would like to add on to what you said of like how like, you know, like relationships, like, you know, um, it's better to be comfortable of who, who you love and not who your partner thinks like, you know, you might love. Because like, um, I really liked how you said like her partner probably said like, you know, um, feel comfortable more than like how I should feel about like, you know, breaking up with you. And this also remind me of a podcast I listened to. It might be like um, for people older, like 18 up, but the podcast is called Call Her Daddy. And like um, they were like talking about a story or like, you know, they, they had a guest in um, their um, podcast and they said like, you know, her partner said like, you know what? It's OK. And even if like um, I don't care about how I feel, I just care about how you feel and how um like you know how you feel in this relationship and if you want another person to be in this relationship i'm totally up with it and i that really this poem really reminded me of that podcast because it's so like you know dot by dot like like depending on how you feel and how your partner feels and it's really important to say like how you feel about like whatever relationship you're in or or and and or how your partner feels about this relationship too it's not like just about your um like about yourself it's also about um like your partner too so yeah um i also like how the poem is like really relatable as well or like people can relate to the poem and all that stuff um so it kind of like gives a connection to others and yeah yeah, I also agree with everybody. And it's also interesting since the poem mentions children. And it's, like, very difficult if you especially have children. And it's just, like, this, like, so many situations like this happen year-wide. And it's not really, like, if there's a correct answer. But it's more of, like, how you approach it. So, yeah, I think the um, poem really um, describes, like, power and emotions a person can feel when loving one another um our next poem is going to be read by ash um i don't know what page it's located on but i think ash okay um this is page on page 23 and the title is gluten so yeah here we go Gluten. I've had five pieces of bread today, and I feel like a million bucks. The well-dressed men around me order breakfast pizzas. They all have a million bucks, locked away in stocks and pillories. They read newspapers and discard them on the table next to them. They have two breakfast meetings in a row. They have a million bucks worth of breakfast pizzas, but don't show it. I show every calorie with gusto i ravish my breakfast and i extend <laughs> expand yeah. proportionally sorry soon i will ask a man to brush my hair and not yet but not yet okay so i feel like i think we all know that this is like talking about um how what how like 
I think it's talking about like just like watching how much you eat because you might like gain weight or something. Um, well, okay, so I think that um, I'll like read this. So on the second um, stanza, I think that's what it's called. And the well-dressed men order, the well-dressed men around me order breakfast pizzas. I think the author um, put that in there because she was like saying how like men mostly they can like eat like whatever they want without getting judged about it maybe and so um i think she was just like saying how like she she really is just like trying to like show that she doesn't care how much she eats what she's eating what other people think about her like um all the food that she's eating or like her diet or how much food she's not eating and that's why she's like saying that like she um shows every calorie like showing all the food that she's eating and she doesn't care about it um this is like this poem kind of relates to our last episode kind of and it's really nice it's a really nice connection um because not all women have to eat like small meals um they could eat large meals, medium-sized meals, and they should not be judged by how much they're eating. Um, so, yeah. I wanted to add on to all you guys and say that I've, I kind of, like, disagreed with Karina, but I think that it was about, like, uh, confidence and not what about, like, what she said. Because, um, like, you can, like, disagree with me, obviously. But what I felt like is that, um, I don't know if, like, back this is about, like, back then or now. But back then, I, I remember that, um, you know, men were, like, supposedly, like, the ones that, like, you know are the alphas and by that people didn't like really believe in women being like these people who are strong and powerful and also can be as confident as men and as uh ash ash said um uh she said like um it's okay to have like bigger meals than your man or boys or men you know what i mean and i feel like um kk yeah, wait, I wasn't, like, saying, when you were talking about confidence, that at the end, I was, like, talking about, like, how she really doesn't care about that. She's, like, just putting it out there. I, I, that's, like, that was, like, me, like, like, she was being confident about, like, what she does. I wasn't, like... Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Sorry. Ace? Um, yeah, so I actually have a different opinion. I think it's more about money, since it says here at the first, um verse like i feel like a million bucks because they ate five pieces of bread but here it says that the well-dressed men actually had a million bucks so i think it's more about enjoying what you have than like about anything else because even though this person only ate five pieces of bread they still enjoyed it like in verse uh i'm not really sure it's a verse it is but it says i show every color with gusto i'm not really sure i rouse my breakfast and they band yeah so i think it's more about how um you like savor the food and how you like eat it than like the well-dressed men who just i don't know ate for eating i actually kind of agree with you there 
but um also i think once i talk about a million bucks maybe that could also be like um so like she might have like some she, i don't know how to like say this but like she just like is happy that she actually ate food today instead of like like because you know sometimes the people who have like um food disorders, disorders they, like might not want to eat so like she could also just be like i feel happy that i ate today but i do agree with you ace um, yeah, so I think it's just, um, like, there's so many possibilities in this poem, and so it just takes our heads and our imagination to think what actually happened. Yeah, um, to go with KK and Ace and, um, Kara, um, yeah, um, <laughs> people with eating disorders, or, yeah, eating disorders, uh, if, once they eat like a meal and like finish it, they feel accomplished. But at the end of the day, they also feel kind of nauseous as well. So there's kind of like a throwback to it. So that's probably why they said not yet and stuff in the poems. Um, so our next poem is found on page 21 and it is called ugly room okay um ugly room meet me in the ugly room no the ugly one that one is fine i mean the one i can't stand to be in bring an axe this is not a metaphor this is what i actually want from you if i'm ever going to love again i need you to bring an axe to the ugly room i need to speak without you directly about failure and disappointment since we both learned to identify things, their org- origins at least, objects can have pleasure, holding them at least. When you were gone, I held everything belonging to you. I felt a twinge. I wanted to say something about uh, this poem and what I thought about it. Um, I mostly think that um, when she said, um, meet me in the ugly room, um, it made it made me like think about like what does she mean by ugly room i know she meant like this is not a metaphor and this is like to be taken literally i wonder what she meant by that because when i think of ugly room i think about like the reality not like um the expectations and all that i mostly think about the realities because to me ugly means like the reality because the reality is ugly and really makes people you know, think about life and why it's, like, the reality it is. So, yeah. Um, this actually, I feel like there's, like, a lot going into this. Um, I agree with Kara uh, 100% about reality. Um, I feel like, I feel like just, like, the word room, you kind of, I just feel like that is talking about reality, because, like, um, in school, we were actually talking about being in the present, and we were talking about, like, how sometimes people are not in the present and things, and, um, I feel like that's, like, you're in, like, a different room from, like, others, uh, yeah, so I kind of made that connection, um, I also think that, um, when it's saying I need to speak with you directly about failure and disappointment, I feel like, um, this might be, like, I don't want, like, it might be talking about, like, either someone or, like, themselves and how, like, they always talk bad about themselves, calling them ugly and things. And I feel like the person might be, like, 
saying to them, I want to talk to you about what I feel without my mind telling me that I am uh, that I am ugly, that I am not I'm not good, I'm not beautiful. So that's my intake on it. Um, yeah, I agree with you, but I think this, this can also be something about love since um, the verse 14 says object objects give me pleasure and so they proceed to then like touch all the objects of the other person. So I think it's um, also about love. And I think on one of the verses it also says if I'm ever going to love again, I need you to bring an axe to the ugly one. So I think it's um, a person's in love and they need to love her to like, I don't know, give a test. Ash, do you have anything of a thing? Um, I guess you guys said it all, so I don't know how to say the quote better, so we can move on. Um, those were the only, um, poems you actually were looking at. Ow. Um, but there's also this one other one, and, um, it's kind of going based off, like, the title of the book, King of Pain. And it's on page 20, um, and it's called, I Thought I Was the King of Pain, and I can read this. Um, so, I thought I was the king of pain. I was wrong. I met a man who was the king of pain. He said, I am the king of pain. And that is how I knew, right away, he'll be happy to know. The king of pain wasn't different than you or me. He was tall, though, and had held his head upright. I've got a heart of gold, said the king of pain. Wrong song, I said. He was looking around, he was looking around him as he said that, not nervously, but still. I can see what he means, though. We washed our hands, sterilized the place, wore bright colors, remembered, remembered all our favorite songs and movies. We did everything we could, but he still remain, remained the king of pain. So this really reminded me of um, reputations because reputations really like, you know, when he said, um, uh, what was the line when uh, he said like the first line, KK, what was the first line? I was wrong. And then he said, and then it said, I met a man who was the king of pain. Yeah, that really reminded me of reputation when um he said like I was wrong, I was a king of pain because later on this poem it really like um it really said like people really don't know you and really like you you won't know them until you actually meet them and actually like expose their reputation, not like in a bad way expose their reputation, but see how they're how they are really are. And in those words, I think that this is all about reputation. So the king of pain, basically, he, and from what I think, he he was this like man who was really happy and all that, but he hid his he hid his pain by a smile or colorful colors, as said in the text. So yeah, Ace, do you want to say something? Um yeah, so I just just all pointed out that like on verse seven i think i'm not really sure that it says the king of pain wasn't much different than you or me so i think that what i interpret it as it means is that um 
that whoever you are, kings, uh, people of authority, or celebrities, that we all go through the same stuff, the same stresses, the same pressure, anxiety. And I just wanted to point that out that even though you may be famous or like a leader, you still have to face day to day problems. Um, <laughs> I so also, um, in the same stanza, um, the king of pain wasn't different than wasn't much different than you and me i agree with um ace about um maybe it could be like someone who's like high up in um fame wealth or something like that but then again i also think it might be like saying how like but all like it might be like just saying like humans like everyone like some people like you can go through so much and you don't know it and some people do show it and with that people um this person is trying to help someone who could be in depression or it's just or it could just be like sadness from tripping and like they try to like cheer them up um so i think but with this but like in this um context i think it's about more about like depression and how like even if you like try to do like a like a lot and like try to like cheer them up it it might be it might take time for them to um you know, get back into um, happiness. Peace. Um, yeah, so I also, um, like, I also wanted to point out that the king is, like, trying to cover up, as I said, that, um, remember all our favorite songs and movies, wore bright clothes, we washed our hands, but even after all of that, he was still the king of pain. So that shows that, like, maybe no matter what you do, you're still you, I guess. I'm not really sure how to interpret that, but I just wanted to point that out. Um, okay, actually, from pointing that out, th- this also might mean how, like, you, how, it, like, might, might give a message of, like, trying to, like, trying to, um, disguise or, like, disguise your feelings, um, or trying to, like, just ignore it, kind of, um, can, cannot help. And so if, like, well, it might help, but I don't. I think it's just like saying how like you can't ignore the fact that you have you're like you're sad or you just are not the same. You um you're in pain. You can't just ignore that fact. And I feel like in this, Jesus, the author is like saying how how like giving example how that didn't work because they still remain the king of pain. Ace. Um, yeah, I agree with everything you said. Uh, Ash, do you have anything else to add to our last poem? Um, I think once again, you guys said everything. Because y'all just explained things really Um, yeah, I think it's also fascinating how, like, a couple of words and sentences can mean so much to us and we can interpret many things because of it. Yeah. Um, so, thank you for listening to our um, third episode, like I said before. Um, this It was really nice because I haven't been able to read that much um, due to school and everything. So, it was nice to, like, catch up on some poem reading. Um like I said again, thank you and um we'll see you we'll talk to you we'll talk next time. Next Thursday. Yeah. So, bye. Um, bye.
Bye. Bye, guys.